Hello, 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 everyone, and thank you for tuning in to another week of The Styles Files. I am your host, Alan Styles, and I hope everyone is enjoying their week. And if you're not enjoying your week, well, Friday is right around the corner. This week, uh, we'll start with some story time about my road trip to Disneyland with the fam because I know how much everyone loves family road trips. We'll talk some World Cup action why I think food trucks are starting to be really annoying and how I think the MLB can make people care at least a little bit more about the regular season. So let's get started with some story time. The happiest place on earth. That's what they call Disneyland. And I must admit, there is something about being there that, you know, it just makes your heart sing. Money doesn't matter. You're not thinking about your job or any of your real life issues. And I think they could really use that in their marketing because, you know, Disney needs more money. Like, just got dumped? Go to Disneyland. Just got fired? Come on down to Disneyland. But seriously, Disneyland is great. Unfortunately, getting there was literally the opposite of Disneyland. Like, take all those feelings you have when you're writing It's a Small World and think of the exact opposite of that, that's how brutal the road trip was. So we rolled five deep in my dad's Infinity sedan. I mean, we're not football players, but you know, it was still a tight squeeze. Uh, and usually to get to LA from Concord, we're from Concord, we took off from Oakland. Uh, it's a six hour trip. So, you know, we're all mentally prepared for the six. It was not six, and it was not seven. It took eight hours. And you want to know why it took eight hours? Well, if you let my family tell it, it was my fault. So we had already added on an hour from past traffic. Uh, at this point, we are basically in L.A. when we had tagged my dad out because he was getting a little tired, uh, and my little sister hates the way I drive, so she decided she was going to drive. I'm going to be the co-pilot, right? So to set this up, like I said, uh, we took off from Oakland because uh, that's where I live, uh, and basically I BART everywhere. My car stays at my parents' house. I don't drive very often. I also have an iPhone 6, so you know I'm not used to the new Apple Maps or whatever, and, and I still use Google Maps. You can judge me all you want. I don't care. Uh, so I'm using my sister's phone uh, to navigate uh, my family down to Disneyland, and I look ahead, and I see that it's telling us to get off the freeway just to get right back on a couple miles later. Uh, well, apparently, after 12 a.m., I become smarter than a GPS because I say, hey, doesn't make sense to me. Why would it ask us to hop right off just to get right back on? Why don't we just stay on? Literally, right after I say that and we pass the exit, we see what looked like a big red stoplight, but it wasn't. It was just a hundreds of cars stuck in a gridlock because there was major construction going on. And it was so funny because, like, it all clicked at one time. We, we just all collectively went, oh, that's why it wanted us to get off. Now, to take this a little deeper, this whole time, my mom had the Waze app open. But, you know, my sister wanted us to use her phone. So at the time, we had two voices talking 
um, you know, at the same time, and it was just too much, you know what I mean? You have two of these little voices, uh, you know, the lady, everybody knows the lady's voice, and they're just repeating each other. And, and we say, look, mom, you know, one has to go, you know, my sister, Felicia, you're driving. Mom, shut yours off. So now she's in the corner just like, well, probably would have made sense to keep that Waze app open, wouldn't it have? And like secretly, I, we all can tell that she's ha- kind of happy that this happened. Like, you know, obviously she didn't want to be stuck in the traffic either, but just that little happiness you get when you can be right. You know, it, it probably wear, wore off pretty soon, but I'm sure she was enjoying that. And I'm annoyed because I'm like, did you withhold this information on purpose? Like, did you know that this was going to happen, but you were just so salty that we didn't want to use your phone that you didn't say anything? But, you know, I'm not really surprised because people that use Waze, like, go so hard for Waze. You know, like, I believe there are three types of cults in this world. Religious cults, CrossFit, and people that use Waze. (laughs) But yeah, man, I mean, we ended up getting in at 2.30 in the morning and we left Oakland at 6.30 uh, in the evening. So didn't get off to the best start, but obviously once you get to Disneyland, it's a great time. Um, But there's all these unwritten rules, you know, like it's Disneyland, you know, it's Mickey, it's Minnie, it's Goofy. Um, But at the same time, I'm not going to be disrespected when it comes to these lines. Like, I got a lot of practice with lines. Like I said, I take BART everywhere. And for those of you who don't live in Cali, BART is basically, you know, our train system. So there's an unwritten rule. People line up, uh, you know, during the really busy hours. People essentially line up and you wait your turn to get on the train. But they're always the cutters and the people that, you know, want to pretend like they've never ridden BART before. It's like you have a backpack on and you're clearly going to work. Like, I saw you here yesterday. So, you know, I I don't play those games, you know, like unless I'm in a really good mood, I'm that person that says something like everybody gets annoyed and just doesn't say anything like I will tell you. And if I don't tell you, I will speak loudly enough about you so that you hear and know that I'm clearly talking about you. (laughs) But, you know, so I had to cut that off from my brain because, you know, it's Disneyland. And, you know, people will cut in front of you, like, excuse me, trying to find my friend, like, excuse me, just trying to get to the family. And, you know, it's one or two people, and the lines are already, you know, 30, 45 minutes anyway, if you don't got that fast pass. That's also a word that um, I don't need to hear for, I don't know if it's technically one word or two, but either way, I don't need to hear it uh, probably for the next month. I'm cool off that. But, um, you know, I don't want to be that person that gets into an altercation at Disneyland. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you know, it kind of went down, but somebody disrespected me at Astro Blasters and I wasn't going to play that. Like, I don't want to be that person. You know what I mean? Like, yo, nobody is going to talk to me that way and cut me in line at Splash Mountain. You know? And it's funny too, uh, because everybody knows the people that are too cool for school everywhere they go. And it's like, man, like, honestly, you can't mean mug me right now. Like, we're at Disneyland. Like, you know, the hardest gangsters in the world could walk by me 
and you're not scaring anyone while you're at Disneyland. Like, you know, you're sagging your pants and Mickey is standing right behind you. Like, that's not hard, dude. It's not it's not a good look at all. Um, but, you know, obviously it was loads of fun. I must say, California Adventure, it really pissed me off. Uh, most of their rides were closed. But, of course, they don't tell you that when you buy the little park hopper. So we hopped over there, and then we hopped right on back because everything was closed. You know, all the most of the roller coasters. And it, it's just a bad look to me. Like, I just feel like they could at least let you know uh, when you get to the park. You know what I mean? And, and give you that option. Like, hey, only these. Uh, you know, it's, like I said, it's Disneyland, man. Like, multi-billion dollar company. Like, hey, you know, these rides aren't running today. Um, would you like the park hopper option back? And probably most people would probably still take, you know, would still use the park hopper, but we should at least get that option um, and not have to hear by word of mouth. Of course, you're in line and you always, uh, you don't want to be that person in a bad mood at Disneyland, but there's always somebody else to help you out. Like we were in line um, for Splash Mountain and, you know, my dad is just, if we didn't have a fast pass, he really just didn't want to stand in the line. Um, and, you know, he's the type of person that says things, both of my parents actually, they'll, they'll say things really loud and see, and like take the temperature of uh, the situation. Like, is anybody else going to hop in? And, you know, lucky for him, you know, he starts on his rant like this, this line is ridiculous. And the guy in front of us uh, was on the same wavelength. He was ready too. he's like, and don't go over to California Adventure. You know, all their stuff is closed, too. But, um, you know, obviously it, it was a good time. And we went for my mom, you know, my little niece and my sister. And they had uh, the time of their lives. So that's all that really matters. Speaking of having the time of your life, uh, my mom is out here living her best life. She got to go to Disneyland. And while that's going on, Panama is in uh, their first World Cup ever. My mom was born and raised in Panama. So shout out to them. Uh, didn't get the first uh, game against Belgium, but Belgium is number three in the world. So I, I think we're going to get England or Tunisia. I, I got a good feeling we'll get something. The World Cup is funny to me, though, because it's basically a time when we all become those parents at their kids' games that swear they know everything about the sport, even if they've never played or cared about the sport prior to their kid playing. Like, I played soccer, hockey, and obviously baseball growing up, and all of a sudden my dad is an aficionado on all of those sports. Like, you should have cut left instead of right there. Like, dude, you've never watched hockey or soccer in your life Prior to watching my games, you literally have no clue what you're talking about. And he'd always say, like, the most simple things, too. Like, look, man, when you get the ball, you got to drive down the field and score. Thanks, Pops. His baseball ones, they were the best. Like, look, Al, if you get up four times in a game, you got to try to get four hits. That's a hit every time you're up. Really? Nah, I think I'm going to try to get out and uh, mix it up a little bit. Like, you know, I played basketball too, and I took him way more seriously in that because uh, he used to play basketball, but he would still say the same type of stuff. Alan, how do you miss a free throw? It's a free throw. No one is guarding you. Thanks, Dad. I never realized that. 
But yeah, man, the World Cup is huge. Um, my sister sent me a Snapchat of my mom literally crying when they were singing Panama's national anthem. And it's just amazing for them to even be there. Uh, you know, honestly, I don't even need them to get a win. Let's just get a goal, though. Can, like, can we just get our first goal in the World Cup? That's all I'm really looking for. Um, but as far as who is going to win the World Cup or who I think, I'm not going to pretend like I know but I can tell you, uh, at least from my point of view, I think the flopping either isn't as bad or doesn't seem to be as bad because uh, I watched the NBA and that's gotten worse. I can't tell, but watching these games to me, it seems like it's not as bad as the last time I watched soccer, which was the last World Cup, so four years ago. But um, it is very interesting. The analysts were talking about how teams just zero in on uh, the other team's star players and just foul them repeatedly so they just like cannot free up enough to score. In this situation, they were talking about Neymar. Uh, and to me, it's very similar to the hack-a-shack or, or walking someone in baseball. And the analysts were saying it's a bad look for the game. And I get it, but I also get the other team not wanting to be beaten by the best player on the field. Like, it's on the refs to do all that they can, but I'm not sure what anyone is supposed to do. If you're the refs, you're calling the fouls when you see them, and if you're the other team, you're just going to say, hey, we're just guarding them aggressively. You know, we're trying to win the game. So there's a lot of angles to this, and honestly, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. Um, but I hope everybody is enjoying the World Cup, and good luck to whoever you are supporting. And speaking of support, let me tell you what I'm done supporting. Um, as far as experimenting, food trucks, man. These food trucks are really starting to piss me off. Like, didn't food trucks basically start as a quick bite to eat for people on the go? Like an alternative to a restaurant and paying a pretty penny? Now... There are these hipster culture situations where you're literally paying just as much, if not more, than you would at an actual restaurant, and it's absurd. Then sometimes the food isn't even good. I went to Off the Grid, uh, which is a food truck park that happens in different areas, you know, really cool, and I see this Cajun food truck looking straight out of New Orleans, purple and gold. I mean, it seemed like one of the safest bets. So I get the shrimp po' boy at a hefty $16, and literally the only thing hefty about it was the price. It came out, and I swear to you, the shrimp were so small, like I, li I could not believe it. They looked like the little dry shrimp you get in cup of noodles. Like I almost returned it, man. And on its face, the whole thing is very funny when you think about it. Like, you're charging me $14 for a burger and you're cooking out of a Suburban. This burrito is $11 and you made it in an F-150. Like it's outrageous and I'm completely done with food trucks right now. Well, let me rephrase that. I am done with trying out new food trucks right now. Um, if I've tried your food before and I like it, then I'll go back. Uh, case in point, Senior Seasig delicious Filipino fusion burritos. If you haven't gone, definitely got to check it out. You know, I'm basically uh, a gold member there. 
So, you know, I'll definitely be going back in the near future. Um, But these other places, man, you know, I I just don't know what a safe bet is anymore as far as food trucks. And it's always so funny to me, like, everyone now has, like, an up-and-coming food truck scene. Like, who doesn't? You know, like, every time you turn on Food Network, every city has, you know, uh, it, it has an up either an up-and-coming music scene, an up-and-coming food scene, or, like, an up-and-coming bar scene. Like, you could literally go anywhere. Like, name a random city in Wyoming. Throw it on Food Network for one restaurant. All you need is one restaurant that uh, one of these restaurateurs like, and you're an up-and-coming food scene. You know, it's like, yeah, you know... um, out here, we're out here in Wyoming, and man, they're really starting to turn around their uh, their food scene. It, it's really starting to pick up. There's one restaurant, one. Gosh, but I'm done, man. Uh, you know, so tweet me at a styles a s t i l e z, and let me know if you have any food trucks that do live up to the hype. I know they're out there, but I just can't be out here taking chances anymore. I can't afford it. I already already overpay for my apartment because I live in the Bay Area. Now I got to overpay for a burrito and it's not good? Somebody please help me. I'm begging you. I am pleading with everyone listening. Tweet at me and let me know where I should go. Um, Because the status of food trucks in America right now, to me, is just subpar. Speaking of America, let's do some talking about America's pastime, baseball. Now, before I get into this, let me just tell everybody uh, a little bit about my background. I played baseball from the age of six um, all the way throughout uh, college. Shout out to Temple University and RIP to the Temple baseball program that was cut a year after I graduated because Temple thinks they're going to win a national championship in football. Different subject for a different day. But yeah, I am by no means a hater of baseball. I love the sport, but let me just say, 162 games, that's just way too many, man. Like the baseball season is approximately six months which is 182 days. Do you know how long that is? Like nothing needs to be that long. Most of my friends' relationships haven't lasted that long. Like in six months, if you work at startup companies, like you could have two or even three jobs while Buster Posey is still in a squat. Like it is estimated that 353,000 babies are born each day. You know what that means? 64 million babies are born during the baseball season. Anyone got kids hitting puberty? Can someone please take a picture of his or her, his or her kid at the beginning of the baseball season and then at the end? Their kid will be all a, a grown man or woman by the time the season is over. I have a completely different voice. Be taller. Be rebellious. Seriously, though, I think Anthony Rizzo, the first baseman, for the Cubs spoke on this as well, um, saying that, you know, the season doesn't need to be that long. And honestly, if you cut the regular season, maybe more people would care and show up uh, to the games. You know, they would care about the regular season more. Because honestly, 
watching highlights is depressing as a baseball fan. Like, there's nothing worse than turning on SportsCenter and, you know, seeing highlights of a Reds-Padres game in the middle of the summer. Like, it's completely empty. Completely empty. I've literally seen more people attend the CrossFit Championships and, you know, the PBA, the bowling championships. I've seen more people at those events than I've seen at a lot of these baseball games, man. Um, And, yeah, for me, I just don't think that the problem is the length of the games. Everybody talks about the length of the games. They're too long. Games are too long. Nine innings, too long. Uh, Me, personally, I don't think uh, it's the length of the games. I just think it's the length of the season. So shorten it. How about that, MOB? I just solved your problem. You know what I mean? You want uh, the young generation, these young people, to pay attention to to the MLB for 162 games? They can barely pay attention to their phone for, you know, more than five minutes or anything for that matter. You know what I mean? Like, why do you think people are on the edge of their seats for every NFL game? It's because there's only 16 games. So everyone is important. Same with college football. People were even talking about the NBA season being too long. And the NBA season has 82 games. That's still 80 Less games than the MLB season, you know, and and I don't care about these baseball purists because none of them are young. And we all know, um, you know, that's what baseball is missing right now. The the young people, unless you grew up in a very uh, baseball centric family, for the most part, young people don't care. You know, Um, Mike Trout is probably the best player in baseball. uh, I think most people would say. And I don't know how many people could look in a crowd. You know, I think Mike Trout could, outside of L.A., could probably walk around um, most areas and not get mobbed. And that's sad. You know, I don't think MLB, the MLB has had a face, honestly, since Derek Jeter, you know. Um, so please, MLB, do us all a favor. Do yourself a favor. Make the MLB regular season great again for the first time. So not really again. Just finally make it great. But that's all I got for y'all this week. As always, thank you for tuning in uh, wherever you are. Have a great and safe weekend. And be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at A-Styles, A-S-T-I-L-E-Z. And until next time, be safe, be well, be wise. Peace.